You're listening to The Big Show on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. 903. Enjoying this uh, cold. We, uh, I'm not enjoying it. What am I, who am I kidding? It's, it's terrible out there. Hope, uh, hope you're doing all right. I hope you're warm. I'm Patrick Dumas, Alex Brody along with me. Uh, hour four of the big show rolling on here. And we go back down that Atlas Pizza Sports Bar guest hotline using that same secret recipe. Since 1975, dine in at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. Takeout or delivery at 403-248-3344. Uh, privileged to talk to the general manager of the Calgary Surge, the Newest uh, professional basketball team out of the CEBL here in Calgary. Going to get ready to play in at the end of May. And Shane James, the uh, first general manager. He was the assistant for the team when they were in Guelph. Uh, thank you for joining me today, Shane. Hope you're staying warm wherever you are. Thanks for having me, Patrick. We actually uh, got hit with a big uh, winter storm last night in Toronto. So I spent Okay. The you're still out east then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, at least you're not enjoying. It. At least you're, it's not my. It's my, not minus twenty five. I'll, I'll give you that for sure. So it's not but, that no, <laughs> no for sure. <laughs> Hopefully, when you're here, it's a little warmer. But I just wanted to say congrats uh, for becoming the full time GM of the Surge. And of course, you spent your last two years out in in Guelph. And I just want to say, like, just uh, how did this come apart? Were you always in consideration, kind of like when the team moved from Calgary, where you're always like, hey, I'm probably going to be getting that job, or was it more of a more of a little bit long drawn out process? Well, it was kind of long and, and drawn out. I, I, I think the uh, the front office for Calgary really took their time um, and, you know, vetted through different candidates. But, you know, fortunately, you know, I was successful and uh, it's been nothing but warm and welcoming, you know, from the city of Calgary and, and, and the basketball community there. Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely a, a big growing community here uh, in Calgary, uh, basketball for sure. Uh, just as the CEBL as a league, uh, you know, I had the I had Mike Morreale on a couple weeks back, and he he couldn't be more excited about where this the direction of where the league is headed, and he was really excited to get a franchise out in Calgary. But maybe what are some some of the things that you've been seeing in your time in the league that have that have seen that have gotten you excited, and what what more could be out there for the CEBL? Yeah, I mean, basketball is is the fastest growing sport in Canada. Um, a lot of our professional athletes that are Canadian always have to go abroad, you know, play in Europe or in the NBA G League. Uh, the CBL gives them a platform to play at home, you know, in front of their families. Um, it's super competitive. The, the, the games are exciting. Um, and, you know, the, the cities that have franchises are great cities who support basketball. So for you know a young professional athlete, it's just it's just a great feeling to be at home and, and, and be able to play in front of your family. Now, now Shane, you're you're not uh, not a Canadian. You're an American. You played your ball your university ball down at, at Loyola down in uh, Baltimore. Now you didn't have the 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 typical you know everybody wants like the, the NBA journey. You had to do a, a law a long journey through your professional basketball career. Not, no detriment. That's a, that's an awesome. That's the majority of people they have to play, yeah. play professional sports abroad sometime but like maybe talk about your journey you know you spent a lot of time in Europe just maybe some of the experiences that you uh, that you had while playing uh, professionally yeah I was actually born in Canada oh um, there I, you go I grew up in I grew up in Toronto um, I represented Canada on the junior national team oh, my bad I'm so sorry uh, I played for the men's development team I got a full scholarship to Loyola Maryland in Baltimore so I I, I did my four-year undergrad there uh, I turned pro after I graduated, I played in Europe for two years, Mexico in one. And, uh, you know, it was, it was just an amazing experience to be able to travel and play in different countries. Um, 
you know, I'm a, I'm a bit jealous of the, the, the generation today because mm-hmm. they get to play at home in, in the CEBL. And I wish there was a platform, you know, back in the early 2000s uh, where we could do that. And, and it's just it's just unbelievable the growth of this league. Yeah, it's amazing what it's been through, a pandemic and everything, and, and it's still going strong, and it's its growing, and, and Winnipeg's out of the team. Like, I, I'm, can't, I'm excited for it, for sure. Have you seen the excitement level in the city uh, for the club? Like, how, how do you, I, know, I don't know how much time you've spent here yet, but are you starting to see a little bit more of excitement as we get closer here, about, about four months out? Yeah, I'm, I, messages are just pouring into my inbox, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on, you know, Instagram, but... I, I am coming there next week. Um, there is a huge event yes. that's uh, on March 2nd. So we're expecting to see a lot of members of the basketball community, tons of media, um, anyone who's, you know, open and available. We'd love to see you, you know, on March 2nd. And, you know, I'm looking forward to being in Calgary. Yeah, so that that in a couple of weeks you have your first event as a team. It's the home team celebration out of the Genesis Center here in, uh, here in northeast Calgary. So you, you unveiled your your team sponsor yesterday, uh, that your title sponsor. When so, what can uh, what can maybe fans expect to to see uh, there in, uh, in a couple weeks' time? Yeah, there's going to be uh, a lot of uh, contest prizes, uh, DJs. There's, it's a it's a kid friendly event, uh, so it's going to be warm and welcoming. Um, you're going to see a lot of families, a lot of high school coaches, university coaches. Uh, it, it's 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 a meet and greet. Um, I'm going to be there. Our senior advisor is going to be there along with our title sponsor. And, uh, you know, Jason and Usman, who are mm-hmm. our, our presidents, are going to be there too as well. So um, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I, I can't wait to get there, you know, shake hands, meet everyone, um, and, and get this thing going. Um, our, our team, it, it, we are going to be playing an exciting brand of basketball uh, very fast-paced, up and down, um, exciting for the fans. And, uh, you know, we're looking to bring a championship to Calgary in year one. That's our goal, and that's our main focus. Now, we still have some time here before camps. Now, we, are we going to be expecting some uh, – how much? how's the roster going to work? Is it going to be a lot of the guys coming over that played with Guelph that are going to be coming over to play with, with Surge, or is there going to be still some, you know, like you're going to be making some more signings here and some unveiling some more rosters so play, people can maybe get, uh, oh, I want to follow that guy, I want to get that guy's jersey, something like that? Yeah, so the roster is made up of, of, of six Canadian players. So we do have to sign six Canadian players. Okay. One international, which is usually a European uh, type player, and then three American players. So majority of the roster is made up of Canadians. Um, we may, you know, add a player or two from our, you know, our, our old roster from from Guelph. Yeah. But uh, I think we want a fresh start, and you know, we're looking in, we're looking to bring in, you know, new pieces, new faces um, to the organization. Good, good. Exciting to hear that for sure. Uh, we're talking with Shane James, general manager of the Calgary Surge. Uh, big event coming up uh, in a couple weeks, the uh, home team celebration out of the Genesis Center here in the Northeast. Uh, now, Shane, you had the privilege of starting uh, one of the big programs here in Canada, something that, you know, like you said, we didn't have this back in the in the late 90s, early 2000s. It was It's the Canada Elite UAA. You have Nikhil Alexander-Walker as, as one of your bigger uh, alumni out of that. Talk about that program and what you're doing for uh, youth basketball players across this country. Yeah, it's a, it's a grassroots program that I started here in Toronto. Um, 
you know, with a, a close circle of mine, former coaches and teammates uh, that either played with me or coached me, you know, when I was coming up in high school. Uh, but it's the only Under Armour sponsored program in Canada. We play on the Under Armour Association platform, uh, which is uh, it's, it's a platform offered in the United States. We're the only Canadian team uh, that plays in that league. But essentially, the players play in front of hundreds of college coaches for opportunities to get scholarships to Division One schools. Uh, you know, fortunately, we've been super successful. We've had over 75 players get Division One scholarships, uh, four of which have played in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know, Alexander Walker, um, he, he's the... He's pretty much the the guy who stuck. You know, he's he's had some success. He's he's played well, um, and he's been in the NBA now for four years. So, uh, you know, we travel in the summer. Um, we get uh, you know most of the top talented high school age players in our country, mm-hmm. and uh, you know we we just provide opportunity for them to play in front of college coaches. No, that's for sure. That's a great, uh, great, more eyes on the product, especially, you know, like, yeah, we always thought, you know, U.S. is going to be the center of basketball forever. But, you know, right now we're seeing Canadians, international players take over the sport more than we've ever seen before. Like, just look in the, in the NBA right now. Luka Doncic, Giannis Antetokounmpo, all international players. The Canadians I've ever seen. And I, I want to maybe get your thought on that. Canadians in the NBA, we've never seen this amount of talent uh, ever in this league again, the sports invented by a Canadian. How, how excited is that just to see, I know with the CBL and what it's doing as well, but how excited for you as a Canadian that played basketball professionally to see Canadians have so much success down in the NBA. Yeah, it's definitely refreshing to see outside of the United States of America, mm-hmm. Canada has second most players currently playing in the NBA, yeah. which is amazing. Uh, the talent has always been here, believe it or not. You know, from the early 90s to the early 2000s, we've had talent that could play in the NBA. The difference is, is the exposure piece. We're able to put these kids in front of college coaches, in front of NBA scouts, and, and they take that next jump. Kids are playing at a younger age. You know, nowadays, uh, they got personal trainers. They're doing strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. So. The, the, the makeup of the athlete is different. The players are more athletic. They're playing at a younger age, so the understanding of the game is a little bit different too as well. But it's just amazing to see so many Canadians, you know, playing in the NBA. And, you know, for our national team, it's now it's, it's so difficult to select, you know, the 12 players who are going to represent our country to play in the Olympics. Like, there's NBA players who are getting cut now. Yeah. Before... It was it was so difficult to have even you know one or two uh, NBA players on our roster. So it's uh, it's great to see you know it's 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 uh, it's just going to continue to grow and and more and more players from Canada are going to continue to play in the NBA. Yeah, I can't wait to see the next ones for sure. Uh, talking about the growing of the sport, we talk about growing the grassroots game across the country for sure. But when you get to Calgary, are you are you guys wanting to be? in area high schools, junior high, elementary, you know, doing some camps, you know, doing like, because I remember when I was in elementary school, we had the, the Calgary Stampeders, our CFL team came out here and did a basketball game. I'm like, come on, that's, they're football players. They played against our, our senior team and whatnot. But like, are you going to be out into camp, into schools here with the, with the guys, you know, trying to grow the game a little bit more? Yeah. One of our mandates uh, for the surge is to make sure that we're in the community, we're involved, we're engaged. 
uh, expect us to be, you know, in high schools, at high school games, you know, running camps, whether it's in the spring, whether it's in the summer, uh, we're going to be in the community. And we're going to continue to grow the game. Um, we're going to try to do as much coaching development. We'll have community coaches, you know, involved to a certain extent with our with our staff, you know, in our practices, mm-hmm. learning um, and, and just continuing to build and grow the game. Calgary is a city that is, uh, you know, very, very hungry for basketball. Uh, it's, it's, it's a market that is untapped but underrated. Yeah. People want basketball in Calgary, and that is why, you know, Jason and Usman wanted to have a team in Calgary. And, you know, we're, we're super excited about it. We know that the games are going to be packed. They're going to be fun, um, and and we're looking forward to it. Are how are the preparations going on over at Windsport? Obviously, it's it's a hockey facility majority of the time. But how are uh, the the preparations going over for the new building? Yeah, they're going great. You know, it's it's going to be a great uh, venue for basketball. Uh, the capacity is, is is great. It's it's not too big and it's not too small. So you're going to get a real feel of what. Uh, you know, a, a great environment for not only our players to play in, but for our fans uh, to be a part of. Are you good? Are you excited? The season starts at the end of May. You're going to be taking on the Edmonton Stingers. Are you excited to be getting that uh, Battle of Alberta feel going on basketball style? Yeah, that's going to be fun. It's, you know, it's, it's a rivalry already that hasn't started. Yeah. So, um, you know, expect people from Edmonton to come up and, uh, you know, we're going to have all the Calgarians, you know, in in in, in our arena. It's going to be uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Shane, I I cannot wait uh, for for Meta to uh, to come and May and uh, to get out there and to uh, see the surge and uh, see professional basketball truly take off in this city. Uh, I just thank you for the time and uh, apologies for thinking you were an American. No, that's, that's all right. That's all right. Thank you for having me on. I not, appreciate it. Not a problem, Shane. Uh, all the best, buddy. We'll see you here in a few weeks. Okay. Take care now. And Shane James, uh, general manager of the Calgary Surge, uh, Calgary CEBL team, getting ready to uh, get ready to play here in Calgary for the first uh, first time we have professional basketball in the city since probably 2005, maybe, with the Calgary Drillers, ABA team. They used the Miami Hurricanes basketball court. They didn't even have their own court. It was, it was, it was, yeah, I went to one game courtside. They played at the, at the corral. It was, it was, it was all right. It was all right. It was, uh, it, it's not, uh, you know, obviously it's not, you know, it's not, it's just putting a team there for the sake of something. And it's, you know, with the CEBL, it's Canada first. It's going to be majority Canadian rosters and this, and the sport is growing like a bad weed, just like we see in, uh, with soccer here with cavalry and the CPL across this country is, uh, you know, the CEBL it's a, uh, it's, Trying to become like the second best professional league in the in the in the continent. So good for them. I uh, cannot wait. Thank you to uh, Hillary over at the Calgary Surge for uh, setting that all up. I'm sure we'll be doing a lot more Surge uh, content as we get into the spring and summertime for sure. I uh, wanted to play uh, this from last night. Uh, a couple a couple guys. I want to hear from um, Daryl Sutter, Jacob Pelche, and Walker Dewar uh, from last night uh, in Calgary's six three win over the Arizona Coyotes. Here's head coach Daryl Sutter. So what'd you what'd you think of that effort? We won. Been really good on the road all year, and we were again tonight. What'd you think of the uh, Flames fans who uh, traveled out to Arizona? We always get lots of Flames fans when we come to Arizona. What'd people travel and people winter here. Yeah. 
did you think of your team's response when they were down by those two? Goals? We really were down on the scoreboard, but I would say that was about as far as that went. What did you uh, see from from the kids in that third period? We need our young guys to make some progress here this year. Said it in training camp and say it again. Keep saying it. Right, not a top team. We need these young guys to take another step. What, can you just talk about the energy they bring? Because it, it seems infectious. They really are. Well, energy is one thing, but this is the NHL. I mean, you could go out there with energy. That's mean you could play. It's NHL. You got to be able to play at a high level. So Walker was, you know, instrumental in the first goal as his well. His pace and his speed is makes a difference to our team, for sure. And Pelche, even on the last goal, that, that made him speed. to produce. Right? It's very simple. Give him, give him really good opportunities to be a good player. Take advantage of it. They've done a good job. There you go. There's head coach Daryl Sutter from uh, last night's 6-3 win over the Cal- over the Arizona Coyotes. They're a little happier there last night. It was a win. Yeah, his fourth line was going for him with uh, with Lucic getting a goal. Walker Dewar with a big game as well. His first multi-point game as an NHLer. Here's the South Dakota native uh, with the media last night. Your thoughts on that game and the way your team battled back from game down to Um. Yeah, I thought we came out uh, strong there. Uh, the first period was going by pretty quick. Not many whistles or anything like that. And um, uh, yeah, I thought we battled all game, and then in the third period, we kind of just took control there. There have been some close games for you guys heading into the third. What was sort of the, the mood like heading into this one? Really needing these two points? Yeah, like you said, we, we knew we really needed these two points, and we had to come out. Um, this was the biggest period of the year, the third, that per- third period there, so um, kind of just focus on our game plan and uh, try to execute it. Can you take a game for you with the, with the two points? How do you feel about your contribution? Yeah, it's always good to uh, contribute there, um, whether it's on the score sheet or off with my game. So, um, yeah, it felt good to help out the team. When uh, Jacob gets a goal or gets a point, uh, he loses his mind. You, you are, seem a lot calmer. Yeah. Is that just a, a facade? Yeah, maybe I was just surprised they went in. I don't know for myself, but... Uh, yeah, and I, I just remember I almost took out the ref there, so I was just trying not to hurt him there. But, um, yeah, Pelts, that's just Pelts' personality, right? He's a fun guy to be around, and when he scores, he, that's just his true self there. So, yeah, it's cool to see for him. How do you describe your role? I mean, they talk about the young guys in this room coming to provide energy and spark. Is that, is that the way you see it? Um, yeah, come in and just kind of play my game, listen to the coaching staff and what they – what they want from me and kind of just provide that spark and that, that energy and just try to um, play to the best I can. It is the Arizona Coyotes, of course, and the energy, of course, you're going to be there. You outshoot them four to one, it looks like, uh, pretty much. So, yeah, the, the young guys are definitely seeing a lot more, bringing a lot more energy, youthful excitement to the group, and maybe that's going to trickle down the rest or trickle up the rest of the lineup as, I, you know, Jonathan Huberto had a, a, a little bit of more of an electric game as well last night. Let's hear from Jacob Pelche. He scored his second NHL goal last night. Uh, it was the game winner as well. Well, congratulations, first of all. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Tell me about the, the goal in the third period. Yeah, I know it was a big PP for us, and uh, I've been kind of practicing at the, at the end of the practice to try to tip box like, like backs, so uh, it, was, it was a good shot by uh, uh, Noah, and yeah, score. Tell me about the, the mood in this room going into that third period. That was a very important period for you guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's do or die game for us. So, uh, you know, we have what, probably like 40 shots after like two. So uh, I think it, it it was just to kind of keep uh, going and yeah. 
We know you and Walker from coming up from the American Hockey League have found ways to contribute to the team. Can you describe what it's been like to contribute with Walker and especially in a game like tonight where you guys were able to get the game winning goal and go ahead? I mean, he's, he's, he's been good. Uh, you know, for us, uh, I think he played what, six games so far and uh, he had like three goals and, and assists. So uh, I think we... Uh, we uh, we just kind of try to keep our, our uh, things simple and uh, things are kind of working for us. Do you have the puck for the game winner? No, no, I don't. <laughs> the uh, the pressure to, to produce is something your coach keeps talking about. He's saying you're here to produce and that's it, get points. Uh, you feel that pressure? It's not pressure. I mean, here, uh, if if he, you want to win, he, you, you, have, you have to score goals, right? So for me, you know, to play with, with Nice and UB, uh, I think... For a line, we kind of have to produce more. Uh, you know, uh, for me also, I think uh, I was that, that was my 12th game tonight. I think so. Uh, yeah, it's like to be comfortable, but I think now it's time to to kind of step up and score goals. Can you describe the assist on the Michael Backlund goal where you hustled into the offensive zone? Yeah, I was like, uh, I think the Deke kind of took a step on me, and then he fell back. So I, I try to put it to Manch, and Manch kind of. A fan on it, and then he came back to me, and, and I saw backs on the back door, so I, I just uh, put uh, put uh, the puck there, and yeah. When you guys are out shooting a team like that and just not getting rewarded, what's the move? Like? How do you work through that? Well, I think in second we missed like two or three uh, great A's, so uh, I think Raz, you know, hit the knob, and uh, I think it's it's just you know to keep going and, and keep sh shooting the puck, and uh, after that uh, I think we score like two two. Two kind of quick goals, and yeah. What's the mood like on the bench when you're down three-one? Well, I don't know. They score like two, two quick again. So uh, the boys were like, "Let's go, boys! Keep, keep going!" And yeah. There you go. There's Jacob Pelche, game winning goal last night in the Flames' six-three win over the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, game day as well tonight. Uh, taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. We'll be on the air at six o'clock with Flames warm up. Seven o'clock for puck drop. Early start in Vegas. That's a six o'clock start for the folks in Sin City. Um, Flames have never won at T-Mobile Arena in the, what, fifth year, sixth year, fifth year of uh, the Wolf. Yeah, fifth year of the winners on Vegas Golden Knights. Um, yeah, still no win at T-Mobile Arena. We'll see what happens tonight. I uh, don't know if we'll see Dan Vladar. He was, wasn't busy at all last night. I expect them probably to go back to Jacob Markstrom. Uh, Flames will finish off this road trip Saturday night in Denver to take on the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, we'll stop the conversation here. We'll pick it up. Around the other side, uh, taking, we're going to talk with the UFC Dinos forward. Uh, they got a big game tonight. They start their Canada West semifinals against the Saskatchewan Huskies. Game one tonight, 7 o'clock at the Father David Bauer Arena. We're going to talk with Bradley Schoenbart next here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hey, it's Haley Salvian from The Athletic. For a look at the latest on your Calgary Flames and NHL news, go click and subscribe to the Hockey Central 960 podcast. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Welcome back. Mucho Big Show, Hour 4, shutting things down here on a Thursday morning. I'm Patrick Dumas, Alex Brody along with me as well. Uh, the Atlas Pizza Sports Bar guest hotline has been getting a workout. We've had a guest every hour since 7 a.m., and it continues next with forward from the UFC Calgary Dinos, the number one team in the nation, getting ready to set uh, their sights on a game one tonight against the Saskatchewan Huskies. We go back down that Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. And we're joined by Dinos forward Bradley Schoonbert. Bradley, how are we doing today? Hopefully you're staying warm wherever you are. 
Hey, good. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing all right. Uh, talk about the game tonight. It's a big one. Uh, you had a bye week to get ready. You got the Dinos, co- or sorry, you got the Huskies coming in tonight at the out at Father David Bauer. Talk about the club. Uh, how are they feeling uh, ahead of uh, game one tonight? Yeah, we're excited. It's been uh, it's been two long weeks here waiting for this series. So I think just having a couple weeks of practice here, get ready, and uh, yeah, we're excited. Yeah, I'm sure it's uh it's a good uh, it's a good mode to be in for sure. It's been two long weeks to get a lot of practice time, a lot of studying, I'm sure. Uh you just can't wait to get uh back to playing, but how how are those by how are the two weeks off? I'm sure it was weighing on you by the end of it, eh? Uh I'd say I'd say the first week is pretty tough cuz you're just trying to trying to stay in shape yeah. and there, there's lots of skating, lots of workouts. And then uh, the second week's back to normal, kind of, and just working on stuff, uh, trying to get ready for the weekend. So talk about the Huskies. You played them four times during the regular season. You went 3-1 and one in those games. Maybe chat about some of the things that they do well and maybe how, uh, how you're going to approach uh, and how to stop them. Uh, yeah, they have, a, they have a couple real good top players. Uh, they're fast and, and they're physical. They got, they got really big D that are, that are pretty mean. So uh, it's it's tough to get inside them sometimes. Mm-hmm. So um, that that's kind of we, we've been good at doing that all year. So if we just uh, keep doing what we've been doing, uh, I like our chances. Your head coach Mark Howell named uh, Canada West Coach of the Year. Your goaltender Carl Tedichuk named Canada West Goalie of the Year. His first year at U Sport level for sure. Uh, the accolades are there to show how good they've been on the ice. But maybe talk about how how they put in the work off the ice. Uh, you know, we start with Coach Hal and then uh, and then on to Carl. Yeah, well, how he uh, he's always prepared and and he does a great job of of getting you motivated every single night. Uh, doesn't matter if it's a Saturday afternoon in Winnipeg or uh, the Crow Child Classic. You're always going to be revved up. Um, yeah, he does. He does a real good job of of getting the best out of every single guy, and I think that's kind of part of our success this year. Is everyone's uh, stepped their game up a lot, and they're kind of playing to the best of their abilities. And then for Carl Tedichuk, uh yeah, he he works real hard um, on and off the ice. Uh, he he's been awesome this year, just kind of a rock for us, and. Uh, yeah, so when he, whenever he's in the net, we're, we're pretty confident. Yeah, I know. I remember watching his uh, his time there down in Lethbridge and with Moose Jaw last year as well. He, he was a hell of a player for sure, and I'm glad to see he's doing uh, carrying that over to uh, to the University of Calgary. Uh, you mentioned the Crowchild Classic in there. It was the first time in a, in a few years that the building was back, filled with fans. Uh, talk about that experience, and you know, with with MRU and that rivalry. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I think it was. Uh... It was a little extra special this year just because it hadn't happened in a while. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was kind of like a first-place first, first place battle. It, it was a really big game with big implications to it, so it made it that much uh, more exciting. And uh, just to come away with the win, uh, that was the game that broke the Canada West record for our streak as well. So yeah. it's pretty emotional night and uh, something I'll never forget. Uh, talk about your time uh Previous to the, uh, with the Calgary Dinos, you spent time in in Manitoba in the MJHL with Steinback, with the Pistons. You were a scorer, man. 91 points in your final year there. Obviously, the schedules change. You play less games at a youth sport level. But has your has your play evolved uh, from the junior to towards, uh, you know, in your fourth year here at UFC? Have you changed uh, the way you pl- approach a game? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, like, I took a little 
unconventional route here to youth sports. It's it's mostly major junior guys, and I was I was planning yeah. on double A, but uh, yeah, I came to USC. It was a big jump from junior A. Uh, took me took me a couple of years to get acclimated, and then last year uh, finally kind of became a, a good two way player. And then this year I I kind of added the offense back into my game and. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was a jump for sure, but uh, yeah, U Sports is is real good hockey. It's old, strong guys. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, U Sports. I, I always love talking about this with with uh, guys that have been involved at at the old CIS level or now U Sports is it, it is another path to professional. Be it be it the AHL, NHL, or Europe. You know, we just saw Riley Sawchuk down in Mount Royal. He just signs a PTO with the Red Wings and a one-year deal with Grand Rapids. You now, uh, talk about the, the just what you've seen in U Sport in your time as a league, as a developmental league. Yeah, I think it's it's getting more skilled as well, and I mm-hmm. think that we're starting to get more like top end WHL guys. And I think you're going to see more and more guys start to use it as almost like a Canadian NCAA, where yeah, they've they finish their 20 year old year and then they come to school for three or four years. Um, and then they sign the pro contract. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see. It's probably the most underrated hockey in North America, to be honest. It's, it's, uh, goes under the radar for mm-hmm. sure. And, uh, there's a lot of guys signing in really good leagues. No, for sure. Uh, now, obviously, you want to make quick work uh, of Saskatchewan uh, with the the games one two here. Uh, do, do do you have like maybe like do you do you, do you see do you plan on them to 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 make quick work of these guys or do you do you, could you see this thing getting stretched out towards Saturday? Uh, yeah, they're a good team. Anything can happen, but uh, cliche. But we're really just worried about tonight. And of course, we, we got to get win tonight, and then uh, tomorrow we'll deal with tomorrow. But it would it would definitely be nice to finish them in two, but it's going to be tough. Well, uh, best of luck, Bradley, uh, uh, for tonight and tomorrow for Game Two. Uh, game Three necessary on Saturday, but all the best. Uh, it's been a tremendous season. Hopefully, you guys can bring home a national championship here to Calgary. All right, thanks very much for having me. Not a problem. There's you go, uh, Dinos forward Bradley Schoonbert, uh, getting ready for the uh, Dinos and Huskies happening tonight, Game One at the Father David Bauer Arena. Uh, game two goes tomorrow, and if necessary, three. Game three will be on Saturday. All games at seven o'clock again out at the Father David Bauer Arena, uh, just a little south of the U of C campus. Uh, thanks to Lance over at the Dinos for setting that one up. Yeah, I always loved getting uh, the U Sport uh, view on things uh, here. It, it is a, a, another way to to professional hockey, and I think you're seeing that a lot more with a lot of the the junior guys that maybe get passed over, don't get drafted, but they still show that skill and. You're seeing the names pop up like Carl Tetachuk, rookie. He, I remember watching him in the dub, man, and he, he was killing it there. So, yeah, really excited to see him have the success uh, at the UFC level, and uh, for sure, uh, get out and support the boys. Uh, Could have played MRU. MRU fell to Saskatchewan in their in their quarterfinal. Could have been MRU in Calgary here in the semifinal, but uh, not the not, not it's okay. It's all right. Uh, Dinos, uh, Huskies tonight, game one at seven o'clock. Want to thank our guests. Of course, uh, Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff, Sam Cosentino from Sportsnet, Darren Millard uh, covering all things Vegas Golden Knights for AT&T Sportsnet, Eric Francis from Sportsnet, and uh, Shane James, GM of the Calgary Surge, and uh, Calgary Dinos 
forward Bradley Schoonbert as the Dinos get ready for game one of their Canada West semifinal against the Huskies tonight at 7 o'clock. All this and more you can find on our podcast feed, Spotify, Apple, Google. It's all there. Thank you to our producer, Alex Brody. I'm Patrick Dumas. We'll talk at you tomorrow.